Hey, grown-ups! Eating better is easy with Factors' delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. We're a vegetarian household over here, and there were tons of delicious options over at Factor. I highly recommend. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash tales50, T-A-L-E-S 50, and use code tales50 to get 50% off. That's code tales50 at factormeals.com slash tales50 to get 50% off. Hey, grown-ups! if you could imagine the perfect education for your tailblazer, what would it look like? You might say hands-on learning, small class sizes, deep reading, open discussion. And for many of us, that list includes a personal one-on-one tutor. That kind of personal attention can accelerate their grasp of difficult concepts. The problem is, tutors can be astronomically expensive, and tutor quality can vary widely. That's where Synthesis Tutor comes in. It's an educational AI that can bring your student from an average to exceptional grasp of mathematics. The tutor works like a human tutor would, slowing down in areas where they're struggling and speeding up when they're gaining momentum. Except, unlike a traditional tutor, Synthesis Tutor is always available and is just $29 a month. Visit synthesis.com slash girltales to get 10% off and begin learning with Synthesis Tutor today. Hey grown-ups, Women's History Month is sneaking up on us and we want you and your tailblazers to join in the celebration of the amazing women who have broken barriers, shattered glass ceilings, and made history. But hey, we're not just looking back, we're also cheering on the future history makers, our very own tailblazers. Here's how you can join in on the celebrating. Grab your phone or tablet and record a quick 10 seconds or less of an audio message. Your tailblazer can tell us about a woman that they admire who changed history. Or you, the grown-up, can give the tailblazer an empowering message about how they will change history. We'll feature these recordings on our Girl Tales episodes all through March. This opportunity is available to our awesome Patreon members on Team Alba or higher. You'll find the instructions on how to send us your recording on our Patreon page. Happy Almost Women's History Month. Hey, Tailblazers. I'm Rebecca Cunningham, and this is Girl Tales, a kid's podcast of feminist stories for a new generation. Grownups, Girl Tales is brought to you by families like yours. If you would like to hear your child's name at the top of our next episode, head to patreon.com slash girltales and donate today. Before we get started, I want to wish a very happy birthday to Hazel Eichelberger. Hazel, I hope you have the best birthday ever. 
And I want to send some very special shout outs to Teo Portum and Madeline. Hazel, Teo, Madeline, thank you so much for listening to Girl Tales. Now on to our episode. This is Una Had a Unicorn. Enjoy! I'd like to tell you about a friend of mine. Actually, she is my best friend, and her name is Una. Una Cliffwood. I met Una my very first year here in Freshwater, and she was the coolest girl I had ever met. She had jet black hair with a gold stripe that ran down one side of it. Una's mom was Freshwater's hairdresser, so Una always had a new and wild hairstyle. She wore metal belts and denim jackets with patches all over them. And Una was loud. Loud in the ways that I didn't know girls could be. If she thought something was funny, she would make it inarguably clear with a bellowed laugh that would reach the corners of whatever room she was in. As we got older and the girls around us started to speak more softly, Una spoke louder. She had absolutely no problem letting her opinion be known, whether it was with kids or adults. If she did not agree with something, she spoke up. She even walked loudly. (laughs) I remember walking down the hallways of our school as she sang her favorite songs at the top of her lungs. Everyone knew when Una was coming, and she liked it that way. She'd inevitably get in trouble with our principal, Mr. Brom, who would tell her to quiet down. And because Mr. Brom didn't have the best short-term memory, he'd forget Una was ever allowed in the first place. He would walk away, and Una would get back to singing. Una liked to, let's say challenge the rules. I very much liked to follow the rules, so I would typically just stand to the side and let Una be her loud and wild self while also gently reminding her of the things we should and should not do. Oh, there's one other thing about Una that was very, very cool, and that's what I wanted to talk about today. Una had a unicorn. Yes, that's right, a unicorn. Now, I had met Nikki. That was her unicorn's name. I would go over to Una's house after school to feed him marshmallows and cotton candy. So I knew Nikki was real. But the other kids at school didn't believe Una, no matter how many times she told them or how loudly she said it. It aggravated her so much that they would not just believe her. So Una started scheming a plan to prove once and for all that her unicorn pet was real. She was going to bring Nikki to school where all of the children would meet him. Now, bringing your pet to school, especially a horse-sized magical pet, was obviously against the rules. But I've already told you about Una. The rules didn't exactly stop her. And believe me, I tried my best to convince her otherwise. She somehow roped me into this plan, and while I knew it meant I'd be breaking the rules too, 
a small part of me wanted to be a part of this adventure for the fun of it. And a bigger part of me wanted to be there so I could make sure Una didn't do anything too ridiculous. So I met with Una at her house before the sun rose, just like we had planned. We walked into the stables where Nikki slept. He woke up and started wagging his tail and doing a little dance when he saw us. He loved Una, and all of the marshmallows in the world could never make him as happy as Una did. Hey, Nikki! Una yelled out as she fed him cotton candy. Una, shh! We're gonna wake your mom, I said to her. Oh, she knows I'm taking Nikki to school today. Sure, I might have asked her at peak salon hours as she was cutting about six people's hair at the same time, but she did say sure, and sure is good enough for me. Don't sweat it, Rebecca, Una assured me. Easy for her to say. I was so nervous all I could do was sweat. Una led Nikki out of the stable and hopped onto his back. She reached out her hand to me, and I just stared at it. I could go home now, get on the bus, and no one would be the wiser. Come on, Rebecca. When in your life have you been able to ride a unicorn to school? She was right. I took a deep breath, grabbed Una's hand, and hoisted myself onto Nikki's back. Nikki was so excited about the adventure that he did another little dance. And this time, sparkle dust came up from under his hooves. <laughs> Excellent dance, Nikki, Una said as she laughed. Hey, Nikki, can you take us to school? Nikki nodded. Um, Una? I whispered. I've never ridden a unicorn before. What does that exactly involve? Oh, you'll see. Just hold on. I have never held on for dear life as tightly as I did that day. Apparently, the way unicorns get around is by leaping, but their leaves are giant arcs, ones that take you over the trees and buildings and straight into the clouds. Do you know how airplanes leave little trails behind them when they're in the sky? Well, unicorns leave rainbows. We were leaving a sparkly rainbow path behind us on our way to school. Una hooped and hollered and sang her favorite song at the top of her lungs as we flew over all of freshwater. I was terrified, but I have to admit, it was way better than riding a school bus. Finally, we were above Blythe Gable School. The other students were playing outside waiting for their classes to begin. But that all came to a halt as they looked up at the rainbow in the sky. There was a collective gasp when they realized there was a unicorn at the front of the rainbow, and yet another gasp as we got closer and they realized Una and I were on the back of that unicorn. Our landing in front of Blythe Gables left a giant cloud of pink sparkle dust that rained down on every single student. The crowd threw their hands up and laughed and cheered as the sparkles brushed their noses and cheeks. They all seemed to find joy in their clothes turning a rosy color from the pink powder. The dust settled and their laughter and cheers came to a hush. 
their eyes settled on me, Una, and Nikki. I held my breath and clenched my fists as Una stood silently. I had never seen her without something to say. Nikki stood still also, completely unaware of all of the attention we were getting. Then, a boy named Victor from my theater class broke the silence with, It is real. He is real. I corrected him. Then Una finally came too. She hopped off of Nikki, landed solidly on two feet, and shouted as loud as if she had a megaphone. Friends! Countrymen, I introduce you to the most majestic pet Freshwater has ever known. My pal, Nikki the Unicorn. Nikki started to do his little dance in response to the cheers coming from the other students. I wrapped my hands around him, trying not to fall off. That's just a horse with a fake horn on it. Our friend Juniper yelled out. Nikki shook his head instinctively in response to Juniper's doubts. This not only proved that his horn did not fall off and that it was indeed real, but it also showed yet another awesome thing that unicorns can do. When he shook his head, his mane made a beautiful sound, like wind chimes. Every kid was in awe. I was personally getting nauseous from all of the dancing and shaking and decided to hop off and join Una on the ground. That's when Nikki gave me a big lick on my cheek and everyone started to laugh, including Una, who nudged me as she put her arm around my shoulder. Nikki was a star and Una was having the time of her life. Maybe this wasn't such a bad idea after all. But actually, maybe it was. Because then the bell rang, and that's when Mr. Brom, our principal, walked out onto the school steps. Una and I stepped in front of Nikki as if we could seriously hide a whole unicorn. Class! Mr. Brom yelled out. What are you all doing? The bell rang. Get to class. Why is everyone pink? Did I miss a memo? And what on earth? Is that a, a, a unicorn? I don't believe unicorns are allowed at school. Let me check my rule book. Wait, where is my rule book? While Mr. Brom searched through all of his pockets, Una cried out, Mr. Brom, may I introduce you to Freshwater's most majestic... Aha! Mr. Brom interrupted her. Rule number 32. No magical pets are permitted on the grounds of Blythe Gables during regular school hours. This includes, but is not limited to, griffins, pegasuses, centaurs, phoenixes, dragons, and unicorns. Now, who is responsible for bringing their unicorn to school today? I am, Mr. Brom, Una yelled out proudly. 
Nikki will only add to our educational experience, and he makes everyone so happy. Can't we just let him stay for one day? Ah, yes, I should have suspected it was you. Uh... What's your name again? Mr. Brom asked. Una, Mr. Brom. Una Cliffwood? Yes, yes, Una. I knew that. Una, your unicorn cannot stay. In the meantime, bring the unicorn to the school stables. I am calling your mother to come pick him up. Now, everyone, get to class. I helped Una bring Nikki to the stables, and we left him with plenty of marshmallows and cotton candy. We each gave him a hug and made our way to homeroom. Una spent the whole day wondering if Nikki was okay. I spent the whole day wondering if Una was going to be in trouble with her mom, if I was ever going to be allowed over her house again, and if I was going to be in trouble with my own mom. I barely paid attention in any of my classes. I was so worried sick, and I was so angry with Una. How could she have talked me into something like this? I am not wild. I follow the rules. It was the end of the day, and the school bell rang. I marched right up to Una. I knew it. This is exactly what happens when you break the rules. I didn't realize it, but I was even louder than Una usually was. Ah, don't sweat it, Rebecca, Una told me. That's all I can do is sweat it. We're going to be in so much trouble. But as I was yelling, we both heard wind chimes. We turned and looked out the window. There was Nicky. He must have broken out of the stables and waited outside for us the whole school day. And Mr. Brom, being the forgetful principal he was, completely forgot to call Una's mom to come and pick him up. Una ran, pushed the front door open, and wrapped her arms around Nikki. He did his little dance. Una hopped onto him and reached out her hand to me again. I stared at it again. I took a deep breath, but this time I said, No, I'm not getting into your schemes again, Una. I am taking the school bus. And I started to walk away. Una stopped me with, Rebecca, I'm sorry. I know I encouraged you to do something you didn't want to do. I know that challenging the rules makes you uncomfortable. Can you forgive me? I said nothing. I looked back and Nikki and Una walked up to me. I pet Nikki's nose and he gave me another big lick on my cheek. Best friends? Una asked. Best friends, I said back to her, and I hopped on Nikki's back. I might have been cautious then, but I was not a fool. You only get so many rides on a unicorn in your lifetime. When we landed back at Una's house, her mom was standing outside waiting for us, with my mom standing next to her. I guess when we left a sparkle rainbow path in the sky that went from Una's house to the school, Una's mom figured out what happened pretty quickly. And then she called my mom. Yes, we did get in trouble. Yes, we did have to clean Una's mom's hair salon every day for a month. We never brought Nikki back to the school, but... 
Una did invite kids over to come and visit Nikki every once in a while. Una is still my very best friend. We talk almost every day as she travels the world as the lead singer in a rock band. She's still wild and loud, and I still love that about her. And she still loves that I'm more reserved and calculated. Nikki lives with Una's mom here in Freshwater, and I try to visit him as much as I can. He does his little dance whenever I show up. And when I'm feeling a little wild myself, sometimes we'll go for a ride. That was Una Had a Unicorn, written, performed, and produced by me, Rebecca Cunningham. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. And hey, if you love this story, share it with a friend. Oh, and remember, I believe you and I believe in you. (laughs) 